Hey, Titty Gang. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Tits and Talks podcast. My name is Gabby. And I'm Natalie. And we are so excited to have you here with us today as we help you navigate your health journey. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope that you learn something new. So this is our first podcast. I know. It's so crazy to actually be doing this. I remember a couple years ago, we were like, we should start a podcast or just our conversations or like this shit that we talk about is funny. Funny. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I feel like probably everybody has at least said once in their lifetime, like, oh, I should start a podcast because I have a lot to say. Um, We do. I don't know of how much quality it will be. have pretty valuable conversations I would say it's just like we we joke around we have fun but they're pretty good conversations yeah our our brains come out to play every now and then <laughs> um so basically this our first episode is just gonna be kind of an intro um we're gonna obviously kind of be talking about ourselves a lot so we're gonna just kind of give background um you know why we decided to start this podcast kind of the direction for it and yeah, just just help you learn the tits behind the talks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some disclaimer, since this is our first episode, um, expect a lot of giggling. <laughs> we don't take each other very seriously. Yes. Um, also, like when we get into more, I guess, like serious topics, yeah. um, you know, like around like eating disorders or body dysmorphia or things like that, I want to apologize in advance. My way of dealing with things is through dark humor. So if I laugh at stuff, it's I'm not laughing at you if you've gone through those things because myself has gone through those things. <laughs> Man, Gabby's a lot more sensitive than me. It's a perfect match because we're like complete opposites. Really. She is the sunshine on the bright sunny days, and I'm no. the dark stormy cloud that rains on your brain. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just rain you in sometimes. Yeah, just and then I in. sometimes just sprinkle yeah. you with and then I'm like my rain. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say my wetness. <laughs> That too. <laughs> all right. So now that um, the legal disclaimer. Yeah. And also um, all of the health information that we talk about on this podcast is merely for educational purposes. Um, and yeah. We are not um, doctors or registered dietitians. Yes. Um, so everything that we will be discussing is your own experience and certification and we do have degrees, but like they're not in, they're not medical degrees. Yeah. Um, so yeah, legal disclaimer: if you have health problems, please talk to a doctor. Um, we're more than happy to provide support, but definitely talk to a doctor. Don't let them do it. All right. So Gabby, why don't you tell the people about yourself a little information, like yeah. height, weight, age. I'm yeah. What's your social? What's your um, what's, what's your, your BMI? <laughs> what's your address? <laughs> what's your credit card number? Okay, okay. Well, my name is Gabby. I've been best friends for um, ten years. Ten years. I kind of like. Okay, funny story is like how we became friends is um, I w- was going to prom and I was dating a guy that was older than me. And then she was like, hey, maybe like we should, I can help you get ready for prom if you want. And I was like, yeah. And I don't think she was expecting me to say yes. <laughs> a little bit more backstory. So we actually met at a party because we had a mutual friend that I brought. I was responsible for her and I couldn't find her. 
And then I went into the bathroom and I found her throwing up and Gabby was holding back her hair like the true champ that she is. And then I got Gabby's Snapchat because she was so concerned about me and this friend's safety about her know that we got home safely. And then like a week later, I ended transferring from psychology class to yoga class. <laughs> was it psychology or soccer? It was psychology. No, I was still in soccer. I was oh, just dang. like, I w- went into psychology and I was like, wow, this is a lot. I'm going to yoga. <laughs> I want an easy grade. Um, not yeah. that yoga is not hard, but it was an easy grade though. Yeah. So then I switched to yoga and I saw it and I was like, oh my God, hey, bathroom girl, like, what's up? <laughs> and then like, we were, we would talk with each other, but we weren't really friends. And then one day, yeah, she was telling me about how she got asked to prom and that she was super excited to be going, but like had no one to get ready with because all of her friends were, we were like freshmen or sophomore at the time. Yeah. And I, me just, you know, being the nice person that I am was like, oh, well, maybe I can like come over and help you get ready. Fully expecting her to be like, no, I don't know you. I don't want you in my house. And then she was like, yeah, sure. That'd be great. And I was like, ah, damn it. Um, (laughs) And it's funny, like the first picture we have together. So I came over, I had a soccer game that morning and I came over like still in my soccer shorts, my shirt. I'm pretty sure I still had my soccer socks on and just yeah. like sandals. Did you like meet me? I think you met me at Mac. When I, I was so getting too. my yeah. makeup done. Yeah. So I just like showed up to Mac looking like a little boy. And yeah, she her mom was so nice. I think your brother was there too. Yeah. And we just kind of like chit-chatted and then she was like, "Oh, well, do you want to like come back to my house with me and like help me like get dressed and like hang out?" And I was just like, "Well, I'm already balls deep. Sure. I'll go see where you live. I'll go <laughs> go home with you and so I'll go get you dressed yeah I'll go put your clothes on (laughs) and so I'm such a gentleman I just help you put clothes on um and yeah so I went back to her house and then just helped her get ready and we ended up clicking really well and then like her mom was like oh let's take a picture together and so we have this picture where like Gabby is like so done up looks absolutely beautiful she's in like this gorgeous dress she's in heels she's taller than me already naturally but she's in heels and she literally looks like she's hugging like her 10 year old brother <laughs> in the picture because like my hair is a mess I'm like in my soccer stuff I'm like at her boob height and she's just like holding me <laughs> Holy. after that we, we just we just realized that like we were so I don't really know, like, after that. I think I went to your, like, your birthday party, that one that was, like, glow in the dark. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one was Yeah, fun. and then we were just best friends since then. Yeah, and then we both had, like, similar um, ambitions, I guess. Yeah, we were all, like, into fitness. I remember we would go to Snap, and I think, would we go to Planet Fitness together and work out? Yes, unfortunately. Yeah, that was a good time. Mm. No. <laughs> so in high school, Gabby was a dancer. A dancer. And then I did um, a lot of different sports. <laughs> I did drugs. <laughs> that was until college. <laughs> no, but I did. I did like soccer, track, swim, and tennis. And so like we were both just super active and really liked working out. And we actually got our first job together. Oh, yes. um, we need we, to upload that picture too. Oh my god! I it's think horrible. I still have it. It's so cute. Okay. And it's yeah. So we got our first job together, and. That was really fun. And, yeah, we just, like, wanted to do everything together. And then when we got into college, we still stayed super close, but, Mm -hmm. like, ran with different crowds. Yeah. Gabby ran with the good crowd. (laughs) I didn't run with a good crowd. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But I was always just... Yeah. We were always still best friends. Like, we can go months without talking, and it was, like, whenever we would talk again, it's just, like, the same. Yeah. And, yeah, so, like I said, we went through 
Um, different paths. She went down, like, the very studious, um, good girl <laughs> path, I guess you would say. Like, that's the perfect label, and I, um, pretty sure I was an alcoholic and did drugs. Like, no, I'm dead serious. Like, I drank literally every single day. I would show up in class drunk. I was <laughs> Natalie, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I went, yeah. so, not going into too much detail, because we don't need to go down that road, but I went through a lot of really sad things towards the end of my freshman year of college, like, someone that I really loved passed away, and then my, like, first love, like, broke my heart, and yeah. I didn't, know, like, I didn't know how to deal with that, like, I was on my own, living outside of my parents' watch, and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go crazy, I don't know how to deal with all these feelings, so I'm gonna suppress them with alcohol, Yeah, and I think Gabby was kind of noticing that, mm-hmm. and so one day, she, like, was like, hey, do you want to do a bodybuilding comp together? And her my, her reasoning was great. Mine was like, oh, yeah, I want Revenge X body. I'm going to do it. <laughs> so that he's like, oh, man, I messed up. Not like, you know, obviously I chose the wrong things to fix initially. Because I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, if I just make my body hot, he'll regret it. Not realizing that like, it was <laughs> and my then you're like, that was fucked up. <laughs> and then we, we find ourselves in the shower together. And we like turn and look at each other and look like skeletons. <laughs> yeah. So going a little bit more into like experience history that's a nice mm-hmm. segue we both did two bodybuilding competitions yes two i did. you did figure and bikini yeah my first one was figure with, me with and you I. and then yeah my second one was bikini and then i've done like i started powerlifting mm-hmm. yeah i started powerlifting i think my first powerlifting like i said was in high school i think i was like 17 aren't you nationally ranked yeah. I don't even know if I'm still nationally ranked. I'm sure there's, like, stronger girls out there now that have beat my my weight. But at one point, I was, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty strong. She is. A little bit. Not yeah, really. She is really strong. No. It's not fun to work out with her anymore. Because, <laughs> like, my warm-up weight is, like, her... Or her warm-up weight is my max weight. And I'm like, uh, we're doing that for a rest? Come on. Ma'am? <laughs> my body don't move like that. <laughs> But yeah, so we've both done two bodybuilding shows. Both of mine were figure, I guess you could say. We did muscle. I did, both of my shows were muscle mania, and I feel like yeah. figure muscle mania You is did not, figure for your second one, right? Yeah. Okay. I feel like the standards for figure and muscle mania are not the same as like NPC or OCB yeah, or like any of the more serious different things. Thing, yeah. Um, so we both did that. She's got her background in powerlifting. I am a certified CrossFit coach. I've been doing CrossFit for the past, like, I a think long two time. and a half. No, really? I, yeah. Dang, I feel like it's been a long. No. Or I feel like, because we kind of got into CrossFit whenever your sister was first doing CrossFit. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. I have an older sister who um, was super into CrossFit, and Gabs and I wanted to try it out. And so we went to a bunch of different CrossFit gyms, and they all sucked. And I became, like, a CrossFit hater, and I was like, CrossFit's fucking stupid. Um, but we would go and support my sister. <laughs> she did great. She wasn't stupid. Um, and then, yeah, like, kind of got into the bodybuilding stuff and then found a gym that, like, had good coaches and cared about, like, movement mm-hmm. and quality and stuff and then, like, fell in love with it. Honestly, I think CrossFit is what helped me with my body dysmorphia the most because, mm-hmm. like, coming out of bodybuilding competitions, boy, I had body dysmorphia so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mean it still makes an appearance. Yeah, right now I think it's like a spectrum because I think everyone in their own way has 
something about their body that they are insecure about or they don't like about themselves and it kind of just like manifests in your mind but I feel like it's a spectrum I think like once we got out of bodybuilding like it was like a very unhealthy body dysmorphia where we were like bulimic and different things that were not healthy whereas like I feel like now like yeah everyone has different things that they don't like about themselves but it's not unhealthy also kind of going into that like as Gabby mentioned, the um, bodybuilding aspect really did a toll on both of us mm-hmm. mentally. Um, I developed an eating disorder from it of bulimia and just, like, hated my body. I hated food. I was so scared of food. Mm-hmm. And I used, I hated exercising because it was a form of punishment for me now. Like, it went from something that I really enjoyed and had fun with to like oh well I didn't eat healthy so now I need to like go work out for three hours and you know just became yeah just a really not good headspace to be living in yeah Um, and I feel like that's kind of what drove me to where I'm at today so a little sidetrack note of like kind of what we're doing now um, and why we started this podcast is I own an online nutrition company. It's called Align Wellness. It's a company that focuses on coaching women um, through nutrition, but primarily like helping them improve their relationships with food, helping them, you know, take control over their food choices and feel confident in themselves again, and teaching them just like the educational aspect of what goes on in our body when we eat food so that they can look at their body fluctuations objectively and, you know, kind of change that mindset of like, oh my God, the scale's up, like I'm, I'm fat or, you know, I did something wrong to like, oh, the scale's up. Let me audit my past few days and see like, were there any changes in my eating behaviors or how much I ate or am I about to start my period? Like, cause there's so many factors that can cause weight fluctuations or bloating and it doesn't always result in something that you did wrong, but just a physiological aspect of your body's response to food. And so that's what the company focuses on. So I'm a certified nutritionist um, through Precision Nutrition, and I'm also a women's health specialist certified through Girls Gone Strong. Um, My degree is a bachelor's of science in public health and health education. And before nutrition, I did a lot of clinical trial research, um, working with like HIV vaccines, COVID vaccine. Um, I worked in a family planning clinic and did nutrition counseling. Um, And the family planning clinic and the nutrition counseling, like the HIV vaccines, um, was all done out of, I got an internship in South Africa, which was an amazing experience. And I would love to do an episode just on the differences of health in South Africa opposed to America, or at least where we live. And, um, And then when I came back to the States, I got involved in exercise science, clinical research, and pharmaceutical research, and just didn't feel fulfilled with pharmaceutical or like working in the hospital and kind of full circled back to nutrition because originally I was going to school for nutrition like I got into the school of nutrition I think I was like two and a half years into it when I developed my eating disorder and for me at that time it didn't make sense to stay in nutrition because in my mind I was like I can't even look at food without wanting to like cry and go for a run um, and like go work out. So like, it doesn't make sense why I should be a nutritionist. So I think in order for me to heal the way that I did, it was the best option to leave nutrition and then kind of like find my way back to it. Yeah. But yeah. So 
Gabby, yeah. what, a, tell what us do about you, you do? What, who, who are you? What do you do? <laughs> no, I um, have my bachelor's in exercise science. I went to UNM, and then now I'm getting my doctorate in physical therapy at UNM as well. Um, and yeah, uh, so we're not just pretty faces. Yeah, we <laughs> we're not just biceps. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like we are like very like self educated. Yeah. Like, we did, like, the research on our own, and we kind of, like, learned through trial and error of our experiences about nutrition, about working out, um, through different coaches that we had. I think we both had I've, – I've had pretty good coaches. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think both, like – and I learned from other people's experiences, too. I've had clients that have told me, like, horror stories about their coaches and it's like oh my gosh why are people doing this to women and giving them eating disorders but yeah I've had great coaches I think it was whenever I developed the unhealthy relationship with food and exercise was just through my like personal unknowing of what I was getting myself into because I was so young we were 17 were we were we 18 18 I think we're 18 how old are you when you're a freshman in college? <laughs> I think 18. I think yeah. I was 18. Well, then I had to be 18 because we are the same. We're just a couple months apart, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. we'll, for the sake of argument, we'll say we're 18. Yeah. When and we I wanna... got into bodybuilding. Yeah, because I think that's like, we were so young and I didn't know what I was getting myself into. So at such a young age where I'm still developing, I feel like, learning about nutrition and learning about exercising in that way of bodybuilding where it's so extreme um, just allowed me to develop that disordered eating and just like unhealthy relationship with myself and food and I feel like I like last our little Tuesday talk I feel like on that episode like I kind of like bashed bodybuilding which I don't think it's a bad thing I think that if you are properly educated and you know what you're getting yourself into I think that um it's not a bad thing. Like you utilize nutrition in the proper way, you build your body, and then you know that you should not be at that show weight for a year round, you know? Um, and also yeah. you can, a big thing is expensive coaches. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you can definitely get a shit coach who's very expensive and not get out of it what you're hoping for. But a lot of times, like the high quality coaches will have a high ticket price with it. And it's not something that you should try and negotiate downwards for because one, it's an investment into yourself, like bodybuilding or just coaching of any sort, whether that's like business, nutrition, fitness, powerlifting, like whatever it is, you're obviously reaching out to someone because you feel like they're an expert in that area that you need help with. So why would you like essentially, and at the end of the day, you pay all this money for Apple for all of these like products, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Like for things like you need a people, put a price that they're worth and you should respect that too. Just if, as if you had your own business, you wouldn't want people trying to negotiate that, you know? I think the only time that negotiations work is like, if you, if you see the value of what that coach is offering, but you just like literally financially are just, you know, working hard for ends meet. Like, you know, unfortunately the economy is stupid right now and it's very (laughs) expensive and, like, some people's jobs aren't progressing as the economy progresses. And so, like, they may be working their butt off and just, like, financially can't afford it. Like, you know, you may look at their, like, monthly expenses and they're, like, not spending extra money, like, eating out or on Starbucks or on, like, miscellaneous things that aren't a necessity. And in that case, then it's like, okay, like, yeah, we can we can figure something out, you know. Um, yeah. 
And I think, too, like, for a green flag for a coach, like, if your coach is able to answer your questions, like, you should do, like, an interview with a coach that you're wanting to uh, pay for because if they're unable to answer your questions and they're getting, like, defensive with your questions, like, that's not a good coach, you know? Like, someone that's well-educated and well-informed is going to be able to lay out X, Y, and Z for all of your questions. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. And it, it's frustrating, like, being in the coaching business because you see a lot of dumb stuff mm-hmm. from people who... And sometimes the people that you see it from are really smart and it was just, like, a not thought-out or well-researched topic. But a lot of times, like, there's just people putting stuff out there for, like, clickbait or likes or money and that's so frustrating because, like, yes, you know, we live in a day and age where you should be able to make your own conclusion about something through, like, research and stuff like that, but, like, blatantly putting it, people don't want to do that. That's why they hire, like, people or why they follow certain accounts and stuff, and so, like, I can't tell you how many times, like, a week, some of my clients are like, hey, I saw this on, you know, TikTok or Instagram, like, and insert some false accusation about nutrition or fitness, and they're like, is it true? And it's like, it's so frustrating because some of the people with, like, the greatest platforms aren't always utilizing it as a way to help people or like looking at it as like, what am I putting out there and how's it going to affect people? Yeah. And like the younger population too. Cause I feel like you don't know better. The people that are on a platform and on Instagram, they read something and most people don't read into it. They're just like, Oh, that's true. You know? So it's like, it's just unfortunate to the younger population that they have to read these things and maybe go through difficult times like eating disorder, body dysmorphia, and it's all through just miseducation. You know, I feel like our society is just so not well informed around around nutrition and around exercise that it's so simple, guys. It's so simple. Just listen to... We make it complicated. Yes, so (laughs) complicated. There's all these diets, all this, is that. Like, it's like the best plan is the one that works for you, the one that's sustainable for you and it's going to work and sustain like longevity for you you know it's not oh let me do the keto let me do this those aren't sustainable it's not gonna work and it's you're gonna go right back to where you started I think it's just so exciting to start this podcast together yeah me too I Um, think this is just the beginning and we have so many different topics that we're excited to talk about and share kind of just to I guess like clarify or something I don't know um there's no health in our title or, like, fitness or stuff. <laughs> it just shows because, our personality. Yeah, well, because, like, we don't want, like, obviously we want our podcast to be mainly around, like, health and wellness and specifically, like, women's health as well. Um, but at the same time, like, we just want to have fun. Yeah, and like, we don't want to be confined to just one topic or just one little, like, niche. Like, we're, we want to show our personalities and just talk about fun stuff and make it fun and yeah and we're hoping that through kind of a more relaxed and fun but still education backed yes. podcast that retention of you know the more science based mm-hmm. topics is easier because you know it's something like me personally I cannot listen to educational podcasts to save my life I try so hard but my brain just like five minutes and I'm like it loses itself. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, look at that over there or stuff. <laughs> Whereas, like, reading educa- educational stuff, I love it. Like, that part I can focus on. But listening to it, I'm just like, I don't like this. Um, and so, yeah, so we essentially, like, 
came together to figure out what do we like, what don't we like, what do we wish was out there. And so, yeah, so it's essentially just like a fun, lighthearted, raunchy podcast. Two pairs of tits talking. Yeah, just two pairs of tits talking. This this is our um, end remarks. (laughs) This is our end remarks. Cue the, uh, what is it in a movie? Oh, the end credits. Cue the end credits. (laughs) (laughs) All right, have a great day. Bye. Thank you.